There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello And welcome to another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos Of course And man I have a confession to make I am getting really old, y'all I am about to turn 35 on Wednesday. And it feels weird to even say that out loud. I have been, man, always scared of of divulging my exact age because I feel like I work in an industry where, you know, uh, being older only works against you. And we're going to get into all of that. And I just thought it'd be interesting to kind of do an episode just laying it all out there, right? The the fear of getting older that I think so many of us have and also the blessing of getting older, right? Because I think we we all tend to forget that part. We we all think about what we're giving up when we get older and how our lives are supposed to change and the pressure that comes with with getting older and and you know, getting closer to to death and all these different things. But I also think like we we overlook the blessing it is to get older. And I'm not just saying that as as like somebody trying to cheer themselves up for for the fact that they're they're getting older in this life. But I'm I'm also having a bit of self-reflection because I know when I was younger in my twenties, the idea of even turning 30 seemed so crazy to me and like a person was ancient. And now that I've been in my 30s and realizing life is just so beautiful and getting better and better with age, I thought it would be important to kind of talk about that aspect of it, right? And also I think address head on the fear that so many of us have when it comes to age, when it comes to getting older, right? So I pulled a couple of really interesting articles on on the fear of getting older, the fear of death, and also, you know, an, an article that talks about the the beautiful things uh, that come along with with getting older, right? And why we should celebrate that. And 
on top of that for for our mihente segment i want to just kind of like be very vulnerable about the things that i fear when it comes to getting older and and putting it out there and also some of the experiences that i've had you know where i really kind of changed my life drastically and i feel like i've been doing my best to graciously dive into getting older right and embracing it and and sort of adjusting my life accordingly and there's a lot of people i've met along the way who are older than me and are still hanging on to you know their their glory days so to speak right or even people who are slightly younger than me my age whatever it might be um so many people that i think we all know and and maybe you know you might find yourself in that boat right now where you know you are trying to create those those best times of your life and it, it really just doesn't feel the way that it used to right and it may even jeopardize all that you've built up to this point right the life that you currently have so i i kind of just wanted to get into everything surrounding the idea of getting older the fear of getting older the man fear of death the inevitable you know uh death the the sentence that we all face and also the blessing that it is to to get older and and the mindset shift that i've kind of had uh you know over the last few years about age and and the role that it's playing in my life and and where i'm at right now and uh, my ability to kind of embrace it so to speak and, and don't get me wrong i have days where i'm like fuck i can't believe i'm in my mid 30s now you know and uh, i'm i'm sure anybody who's older than me listening to this is like i wish i was in my mid 30s right you know we all we all go through those those sort of phases but you know overall i feel like i'm just having a, a very reflective moment right now in my life particularly today i was putting together some of the uh final pages of of my book i've been teasing that for a minute it's called just be and it features like photographs that i've taken as well as just my own writings and you know some of the photographs i include in it are ones from from me in my 20s you know and uh just taking a look at that that version of myself and recognizing how proud he would be of me right now and i i just found something so beautiful in that um and it just made me kind of want to explore this idea a bit more of of getting older and and talk through it a bit uh, cuz i know so many people kind of share in the anxiety of of what happens as we get older and the pressure and feeling like maybe you are our moment passed us by or our best years passed us by you know so i wanted to, to talk about all that stuff so like i said in our for the people in the back segment we'll talk about a couple different articles that i found that were super helpful for me uh in the mihente segment i will talk about um my own experiences with this uh no ask a gringo segment today i'm not allowed y'all i kind of was like in a bit of a emo mood on top of just being super busy and i i kind of just put off posting the instagram questions so this is me just kind of uh spilling my heart out on today's show and and you know hopefully it resonates with you guys. Uh also a friendly reminder, I launched a second podcast called The Street Stoic. It comes out Monday through Friday. It's a short 10 to 15 minute uh podcast meant to inspire you to start off your day with some inspiration. We combine, you know, like really amazing hip hop lyrics and quotes with the ancient philosophy of stoicism to kind of help you get through your days and and things that you can apply towards living your best life. So please Check that out if you haven't yet. The Street Stoic. You can get it wherever you find podcasts. Like, rate, review. All that stuff is really helpful. We're building it up, and I just think it's a great addition to this podcast. You know, for for those of you who uh, want something quick that you can kind of listen to while you're getting ready in the morning to get you you know hyped up, uh, and then you can throw this this podcast on while you're driving. You know, so you have a, a good like kind of one two punch to get your day started or to wind your day down, whatever it might be. And that's it. No more promo from me. So. Let's dive into some of these articles that I've been talking about on the fear of getting older and why we should be celebrating getting older.
and we'll do that in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say it loud for the people in the back. All right, so on my exploration towards comforting myself about this idea of, of getting older, I, I found this article. It's from a website called secondwindmovement.com. I'll put the link to this uh, specific article in the show notes. But it's called To Get Over Your Fear of Aging and Death. And I think that this article was targeted at people who are a little bit older than myself, but I still resonated with some of the ideas. And I think anybody at any age would would also resonate with the, the topic of conversation in general. So in this article, they say many people, especially older adults, feel scared and anxious about aging and death. In fact, 87% of Americans have a fear of getting old. And all of the participants, yes, 100% of a small study conducted in 2020, were afraid of death and the process of dying. They go on to say, as you age, some fears dissipate, yet fears about being over the hill can creep into your daily life. Fear of not living up to expectations, fear of taking risks, and a fear of the future. It is an uncomfortable feeling because it means you are no longer in control. And, And yeah, I think that is a, a great way to think about it. I've never really kind of put my, my finger on it like that, where it's it's feeling like you're not in control, right? Because I think when you're in your late teens, you're in your 20s, it just feels like the world is, is you know, there's so much life left to live, right? There's so much of the world to experience. You have so much time to do it. And you don't have a ton of responsibilities, you know, most of us. And and you're you're really just exploring and everything is is sort of new, right? And and, you know, you, you're able to be selfish and, you know, all of the above. And as you get older, you know, life sort of begins to write itself for you to a degree. You know, you may settle down, you may get children, you get different responsibilities, a career, and, and you have things that you have to be responsible for, people that you have to be responsible for, you know, and, and you can't just be out there doing whatever you want on a moment's notice. You know, things take a little bit more planning. And you know, you, you feel like you, you are, you know, not in as much control of your own life as you used to be, you know, and to me, to a degree, I, I, I can see the fear in that. But I also see the, the sort of beauty in that as well, right? Because I think it, it, it's like the idea of like, if you have, you know, uh, you know, too much, uh, too many options, right? If you're like an artist, and you have too many options, it's, sometimes it's hard to create and finish a, a project, right? But if you only have like, let's say you're painting something and you only have like three paint colors, you're going to be able to kind of like whittle down what your ideas and, and kind of get it done in a shorter period of time because you have less things to work with, right? Left, less obstacles to work with and, and sort of a le- less of a hurdle to figure out what exactly you want to do, right? Things are kind of more confined uh, and, and, and more organized for you to a degree. And I kind of see life as you get older to be something like that, you know, like, yeah, maybe I'm not, you know, able to come home and, uh, you know, at seven in the morning and stay out all night uh, on, a, on a Tuesday and and be OK with it and be OK with having, you know, just enough money in my bank to be get me gas money to make it to where I need to be. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm not OK with that anymore. Maybe I can't live life that way. I have responsibilities. I have a, a home now. I have a dog. I have, you know, a serious relationship, um, you know, and, and different responsibilities, people that are counting on me. 
you know, now uh, people that I'm employing or, or people who, you know, uh, whose livelihood depends on me in some sort of way, right? Different things I have to be responsible for. And for me, that kind of keeps me in check. It keeps me far more disciplined, right? It, it keeps me far more in line with the person that I want to be and, and far more in line with the life that I want to live, right? I'm not running around at a moment's notice and sort of losing myself in the night. You know, I'm far more focused on what matters to me. And I think there's the beauty of, of that, right? The, the lack of, of control to a degree, relinquishing some of that control, I think there's also power in that, right? And I, I think one of the other things that they, they touch on, you know, it's like the fear of not living up to expectations I thought was really powerful and fear of the future, right? And, and as you get older, it feels like there's less and less time to make your dreams come true, right? And that if you haven't made it by this age, don't even bother trying anymore, you know? Or I'm at this age, so it's like I'm, my, my time has passed me by. It's too late for me to try to make my dreams come true, right? And I think we've all probably seen the memes where they show, uh, you know, this person started McDonald's at the age of 55. This person started this company at 70, right? It's never too late to start. And I think that's the, the reality. We, we all create these sort of asinine ideas in our mind about like what is, is okay and what's not or what's, you know, sort of the, the appropriate age to do something. And like this idea of if, if you haven't done it at this certain age or if you haven't uh, achieved success at this age, it's never going to happen for you. And that's all bullshit, you know. For, for me, you know, I've, I've always lived with that frustration of like, man, I wish I found this success or found more success when I was younger or I wish at this point in my life I had had more success but the, the reality is you know it doesn't it doesn't change anything I'm still living a beautiful life like I, I still recognize when I have clarity that there's so much more time for me to create what I want to do you know maybe I have to adjust certain plans or certain goals to meet uh, or, or fit into the lifestyle that I currently have right now at this point in my life but it doesn't mean I can't you know get that same feeling of achievement and success you know uh, be, because of my my age, and and also you know the the fear of the the future. You know everything you do now feels like it's going to affect your your livelihood in the future far more than it did in your twenties, right? And to a degree that that is true. So I think it also makes you kind of scared to take risks. You know I think that's a that's that's sort of a part of it. You know now going back to the article, they say the fear of getting older is something that everyone faces at some point in their life. But what we don't realize is how much power this fear really holds over us and how it can affect every aspect of our lives if left unchecked. And I want to harp on this for a second because this fear does take take you over. I've seen it with people in my life. I've seen it with myself where I've had moments where I was kind of talking myself out of doing certain things. Um, specifically, I'm gonna, if he might be listening, I'm putting my dad on the spot. My father's a brilliant, brilliant man who you know, always had dreams of like being an attorney and it's something he naturally would be gifted at, loves reading, loves, you know, researching all these things and loves law, politics, all the above, you know, but he he had to take the safe route in his life, in his younger life, because he came from a poor background and going to college wasn't a given for his family. You know, it was something that they had to struggle in order to make happen. And, and he had to just take a, a career path that was a sure job for him. And it was an unfulfilling career. And now that he's no longer working, you know, I've been trying to get at him to to apply for for law school, like an online law school, you know, even if he never practices just to get that fulfillment that I know he would get from it. And his excuse is that he's too old and, and there's no point at this, you know, juncture in his life. And I always try to, you know, instill in him like that's a that's bullshit. That's just an excuse. It's not a real thing. And and that's fear, you know, telling him that he's too old to do something he's always dreamed about. And that's holding him back from potentially living a far more fulfilled life. And that's just a personal example of, of how this fear of getting older and this fear of being old 
holds us back, you know, from, from doing so many different things that we, we could do if we just stopped believing in this nonsensical idea that it's too late for us. Now, going on in this article, they, they talk about why you're afraid of getting older. And they say, for some, it's a fear of the physical changes that come with aging. For others, it's the fear of losing their independence and becoming a burden on their loved ones. And for many, it's the fear of death itself. Now, I want to I wanna harp on one of the things they said here, the fear of physical changes. And, you know, I'm not a, a woman, but I've heard from, from many people in my life, like, you know, this is, is sort of one of the, the biggest fears because uh, in society this, that, that we live in, it's like men are okay to be older and have gray hair and all these different things, but women are expected to, to look young forever, right? And that's why you have so many products that target women uh, about like anti-aging cream and, you know, Botox and fillers and all these different things that are specifically meant to target the insecurity that society has created on women, especially when you, you talk about our community specifically, right? Historically, the terrible idea that's been passed down by, by many people's, uh, you know, parents or grandparents, especially if you were a, a girl growing up, was that your value comes from your ability to find a, a man and, and get married, right? And some of that is, is you know, uh, going to be the services that you provide for that person, uh, cooking, cleaning, whatever it is. And also it's, it's looks, right? How many times have, you know, we heard stories about women from our community where like their older, uh, you know, their parents or their grandparents would tell them like, oh, you can't go out looking like that. You need to get dressed up. What if you meet a man? What if a guy sees you? This, that, and the third, right? And I can remember even, you know, my, my sister, my mom saying things like that to my sister because she's a very like no makeup type of person. Uh, you know, she, she really didn't have a care in the world sometimes about how she went out to the store or things like that. And I can remember, you know, certain comments being made by my mom, who is somebody who always has to be like super done up, even just to go to like CVS or something. Right. And, and I, I can see how the, the idea of getting older would begin to instill this fear when you've been taught your entire life that so much of your value lies on your beauty and on your looks. Right. And, and I can only imagine the fear of, of aging, how that, that man can, can play a, a factor in your life if this is what you've been taught. And of course, it's a very toxic idea that's been planted in the, the uh, minds of, of women, you know, and like I said, particularly in our community where toxic masculinity and machismo has historically run, uh, you know, rampant, you know. Um, and I just felt like that was something I wanted to make sure I touched on because I, I just think it's, it's a really dumb notion it's a really stupid societal norm and we have to call the the bullshit out you know when when we see it now going back to the article they, they go on to say that no matter what form your fear takes it can be a debilitating force in your life it can make you worry about things that are far into the future and prevent you from enjoying the present moment but according to pew research the expectation of younger and middle-aged adults don't match the reality of older adults right and they're, they're talking about what we're going to get into is like when we when we're younger, we think this idea that like life ends when you turn 30 or when you turn 40. And like, you know, there's basically nothing left to live for. You have kids and you kind of just sit around uh, at the house and have no other life. Right. And you can't accomplish anything. You can't start anything new because you're already past the prime of your life. Right. That's what so many of us are taught and and, and made to feel like by society when we we are younger. Right. And, and what they, they go on to say is that the fear of getting older stems from the aging myths and negative attitudes towards older adults by society at large. 
Sadly, society sees old age as something undesirable and something to be afraid of. And not only could this not be further from the truth, but it's also a form of ageism, social discrimination against older people. And yeah, I mean, you, you think about this, it, it, it's like when you begin to get older, you quote unquote age out of something, you're, you're, we live in a society that like, it means you no longer have any value, you know, for, for society, right? And it's a ridiculous notion because when you think about tribe mentality, right? When you th- think about our ancestors, you know, the indigenous people, they valued the older people in their, their tribe, right? The, the older people, the elders would, would be given the opportunity to eat first, right? And they would be celebrated, right, for their knowledge and their wisdom, where as in modern society, you know, particularly in, in America, and I'm sure all over the world, but, you know, we, we have this, this weird idea uh, in our country around a lot of things. But, you know, we're, we're taught that, you know, once you get older, you're kind of thrown to the wolves, right? They put you in a home and you have no more value, right? Your, your value is strictly, uh, you know, predicated on your youth, right? And it's just this ass backwards um, mentality that makes us fear the idea of getting older because it means that we become less valuable um, by the, the, the dumb standards that society has set. Now, last thing the, the article talks about is also the idea of death, right? And they say death is the great unknown and fear of the unknown is a powerful emotion. We don't know what happens after we die. So it's natural to be afraid of something we can't understand. We also fear death because it represents the end of our life as we know it. We're afraid of all the things we'll never get to do, see, or experience. Death is final, and that can be scary. And the the last thing they, they say here is that for some people, the fear of aging is closely linked to the fear of death. They may feel like their time is running out, and they'll never accomplish everything they want in life. While it's extremely challenging to not be afraid of it, death is a natural part of life and simply inevitable. Surrendering to this idea and finding your own spiritual path to make peace with this is hugely important. Just a reminder, it's about how you live your life and not when you die that matters. Instead of focusing on your fears, focus on living your life to the fullest and enjoying every moment without having to look back with any regret. And I, of course, love how they they ended that that last part. I want to kind of rewind a little bit, you know, where they they talked about the idea about, of course, running out of time and you'll never accomplish everything you want in this life. And I live with that fear and I'll I'll dive a bit deeper in our Mijente segment. But I've also kind of like readjusted my thinking in that and the 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 beauty of life and the beauty of, of being a human being is that the work never ends. There's always something else to be done. And I think when you begin to accept that and when you actually embrace that, that's the fun of having another day on this earth, right? Is the ability to do something else, to try something else, to experience something else. And knowing that for as long as you live, there will always be something else to do. Like if life had had a, a sort of ceiling and it was like, you know, uh, there's, you know, only but so many things you could do as a human and then you have to just like stop accomplishing things and you just have to kind of sit around. That wouldn't really be a life worth living, right? The idea that like, you know, oh, I have this hundred thing checklist and once I check it off, like life has no more meaning and I just kind of have to sit there and watch the, the sun rise and, and, and go down each day and, and that's my life after that. Like that's the beauty of life is that it never ends. The opportunities are endless. The, uh, 
goals that we have and set for ourselves, you know, are endless. We can keep just setting a new one after we achieve something. And I think that's the the beauty of of life and the excitement around it, right? So rather than fearing the idea of not accomplishing all that you want to, you know, it's it's then embracing the idea that each day is the opportunity to do something new and to experience something new, to accomplish something else, and loving the fact that you're always going to be able to play this game of chasing something else, whatever it might be for yourself, right? And of course, chasing it with the gratitude of what you currently have, right? More so just chasing it because it provides excitement in your life, not because you feel like you need it to feel fulfilled or whatever it is, right? And and I think that relinquishing that also means that you're sort of relinquishing yourself to the natural flow of earth, right? So you're relinquishing yourself to living with nature and living in the, the rhythm of nature, right? And And I think that that's sort of what we have to accept when we talk about the idea of like your spiritual path, right? It's the idea of of being okay with the fact that you're not completely in control, being okay with the fact that, you know, there may be some things left on the table and and just sort of being okay with the idea that life is going to play out the way that it's going to at the end of the day, right? We only have but so much control. And I think that there's a beauty in that, right? I'm currently going through some different changes in my life career-wise, some checks that aren't going to be coming anymore in the the new year. And I'm really proud of myself because I, instead of what I normally would have done even just a few months ago, start freaking out and feeling like I have to build something new, I'm more thinking to myself, okay, life has always found a way to make things work, right? Like I've always found a way to bounce back. I've never been kicked out of a a home. I've never been homeless. I've never not been able to eat. I've never not been able to continue my life on, you know, sure, there's been hard times, there have been times we have to cut back on certain things. But life has always found a way I've always found a way to figure it out uh, to get to the next thing. And and to, uh, you know, then prosper from there, right. So even if I don't have it figured out right now, and maybe I'm going to be having less checks uh, in the time being, I've accepted the fact that life will lay something out for me eventually at some point this year, that will fulfill that void, right? And I'm accepting that and I'm just being okay with that. In the meantime, embracing the fact that, oh, I don't, I might be having less checks from this particular thing this year, but now I'm also getting back two hours of my life each week, right? So I get to invest that two hours into something else now. So now it's an opportunity to do more of what I want to do, right? And that reframe, and, and that's me just going along with nature, living in accordance with nature, right? That's a stoic principle. Um, the idea of living in accordance with nature. It's like whatever, you know, life uh, throws in my path while I'm walking it, embracing it and, and saying to myself, okay, how can I work with um, this this new thing that life has presented, right? It's not uh, a negative thing. It's not an obstacle. It is just uh, something that I need to work with now, right? It's an opportunity to think about things differently, to do something different. And again, that's, you know, relinquishing yourself to whatever life may may kind of at you while you're on your path and death will inevitably be part of that but rather than living in fear of it i am just trusting life you know to to lay things out as they're supposed to happen and when it's my time it will be my time right and that's the spiritual part of accepting death and i say that now as if i'm like totally okay with oh tomorrow you know my life ended i'd be okay with it i wouldn't be There's, there's a lot of other things that i i do want to do but i am having that conversation with myself there is a bit of that tug and pull but i am aware of the fact of of the beauty and sort of just letting go of those things and allowing them to sort of play out as they will and 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 trusting life to do what it does because it's done pretty well for me thus far right so i think that that's something to 
to kind of keep in mind and to, to have that sort of acceptance somewhere inside of you spiritually when we talk about the idea of getting older and our inevitable death and the, the fear of it, right? Now, I want to get into seven reasons why you should celebrate getting older. I think on the, on the flip side of it, we kind of talked about the fear of it all. Now let's talk about why there's actually you know, something to, to be celebrated when you, you do get older. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, so we have talked about the fear around getting older, the fear of death itself. Now on the flip side of it, let's talk about the positive, right? I found this really interesting article from 60andme.com and it says seven reasons why you should celebrate getting older by Randall Hartman. And I, I again, I think it's obvious by this website, it's targeted at people who are beginning to face retirement age. I'm not there quite yet, but I think there's wisdom and, and something to be learned from all of us. And I, I think that it's, uh, man, I think it's, there's a beautiful thing to learn about stuff before it's actually time to, to have to really enact it, right? But th this article was really interesting to me because they brought up, I think, a, you know, a few really kind of tangible things that you can look back on and reflect and be like, yeah, this is a, a, a beautiful thing, right? And, and this person, Randall, first starts by saying that they celebrate the idea of getting older, right? So one of the things on this list is I celebrate getting older because I'm nearing the top of a mountain, which gives me perspective. And he goes on to say, 
As the years go by, you gain a perspective not found in younger years. Mystery of why things happen years ago start to clear up. You are able to see how the pieces of life fit together. Using thoughtful retrospection, the older you become, the more life makes sense. And this is something that has begun to to ring really true for me, particularly towards the end of last year. But I, I talked about this on like our mental health episode uh, and, and a number of different things. But like I've just had major breakthroughs where I'm recognizing why things are the way they are, why I think the way I do, what you know circumstances or events in my life, what roles do they play on who I am now and, and how can I adjust if need be. And I'm just having a lot more clarity on who I am and, and what makes me tick, right? And I think that's a beautiful thing that only comes with age and experience, you know, and, and we'll kind of get into that a bit more in, in the Mihenta segment, how I've been applying that to my life as of late. Now, going back to the article, he also says, I celebrate getting older because I care less and less about what people think. Do you remember the days when the opinion of others became the primary influence on the decisions you made? The clothes you wore, the college you attended, how you cut your hair and what kind of car you drove all depended on what others thought. Not anymore. Growing old rescues you from that kind of thinking. And this I fucking love because 100% the older I get, the less I give a fuck about what anybody has to say. And the more I'm becoming myself, right? The more I'm truly like living in my authenticity. And I talk about that all the time, but like that's something that has come with with age because I've been able to sort of relinquish and separate myself from some of those childhood fears and childhood traumas, you know? And and even, you know, when he talks about like uh, things like, oh, you don't care about the car you drive. Like I had, you know, my, my, my everyday car that I have, like isn't anything flashy. I could have afforded something flashier. I cared about what was practical. What would I be paying a month that I wouldn't be able to give a fuck about and wouldn't set me back and, and wouldn't be a difficult thing? And that was comfortable for me to drive and that made sense for, for my lifestyle. And that's what I did, right? It wasn't something that was going to be flashy and impress other people, but it was something that made sense for me and made sense for my priorities, you know, and, and didn't set me back the way that it would have when I was trying to impress people. And even this is something I've been thinking about recently, like comfortable clothes. Like I know we all clown on older people for wearing like fucking, you know, Skechers and like um, the old man New Balances and all these different things. But like, I've kind of gotten to the point in my life and I'm not, not going to go buy a pair of Skechers just yet, but like I fucking get it. You know, like I I definitely prioritize comfortability far more throughout the week than I used to. Like I'm all about wearing my Crocs. I'm all about wearing some slippers when I get into the studio. Like I am 100% about comfortability and it makes perfect sense why older people like don't give a fuck anymore. They're just out there rocking their, their Skechers or their orthopedic uh, sneakers. And like living their best life because I'm sitting here wearing like, you know, I'm out walking around in a pair of uh, fucking Doc Martens and my feet are killing me. Meanwhile, you know, uh, homies in his, his sketchers just like walking on clouds, you know, and, and I'm making fun of him. And the reality is like I'm coming home with my feet hurting or I'm watching TikToks about people double socking it to, to make their Doc Martens more comfortable. Um, when if we all just bought a pair of sketches and stopped caring about what people think, we'd be, uh, you know, living our, our best lives on our feet with thank us. And. That's a silly example of a tangent that I, I'm going on right now. But uh, I, I think that's a, a good example of kind of like youth and also what you figure out when you get older and you stop giving a fuck. Now, moving on, he says, I celebrate getting older because I'm learning what's really important. And I fucking love this part, right? He says, in the formative years, life centered around building a career. I found myself putting career above family. With every passing year, I learned more about what is really important. I am discovering life is all about relationships. Nothing is more important. And this is something I've been dealing with head on. And if 
by no means have I mastered it whatsoever. I'm more so in the in the phase of theorizing how the fuck I find balance and understanding that like my personal life and the relationships between my my family, my friends, and my significant other, you know, all need to be prioritized, uh, you know, above my my career. Uh, of course, I still need to make a living, but uh, the the those relationships need to be a, a, a top priority in my life. And I'm still trying to figure out how to make that work, being somebody who's like uh, a high achiever and has so many different ideas and ventures and things like that. But I'm realizing the importance of it. And, and quite frankly, you know, it's changed the relationship with my parents. I have reconnected with certain friends of mine that, you know, I, I lost touch with. Um, my, my relationship is an ongoing process of trying to find that, that balance. Um, but I, I promise you, I am trying. But, you know, th this is all, you know, something that while I'm not perfect at it, while I haven't, you know, um, gotten to the place that I want to, I'm proud of myself for having these ideas in my head, for wanting to, to make these changes in my life, for realizing that there's something more than my career and, and working and, and sort of the uh, ego, you know, uh, the, the pats on the back that my ego is starving for, like understanding there's something far bigger than all of that, that, that needs my attention and that makes me far happier and that I should be focusing on. So I think it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Now, another one he says is, I celebrate getting older because I'm realizing the need to make every day count, right? And he says, in a weird moment of self-discovery, while trying to decide what book to read next, I realized my reading days were limited. If I read one book a month for the rest of my life, there might be only 250 more books to conquer. Time is running out. Every day must be lived to the fullest. Every choice counts. And yeah, I mean, that I, I'm not going to lie to you. My, I got a little bit nervous when thinking about that, right? Uh, that, that's that fear of death coming over you and, and the fear of like time kind of being fleeting. But I, I love this perspective of like, making every single day count you know i've talked about this on my podcast the streets dog my other podcast of not leaving things uh for tomorrow that you can do today right and it's something i've really begun to try and adapt into to my life and i've been pushing myself you know um a bit these these last couple weeks as i go to finish my studio and, and finish up a couple things and even around my house just trying to get it together get it to the place that i want it to be you know really pushing myself to like to, to make it all count like I've been definitely you know while I've been exhausted at the end of, of these you know days these last couple of weeks like I've been so proud of myself about like how much I've been doing and like I really just like you know fucking made this day count in every way possible and did everything that I could and of course I don't get it perfect every single day there's other things I should have prioritized but I see myself getting better and better at making each day count and not wasting you know any time uh, now he goes on to say, I celebrate getting older because I'm morphing into the role of a sage. And he says, in most cultures, older people are held in high esteem for good reason. Life is the ultimate educational institution. The older you get, the more you learn. As time goes by, you accumulate many life lessons to pass on to the next generation. People begin to seek you out for wisdom and guidance. And this is something that... I feel like I've begun to cross into that threshold in my life. You know, I'm not like a, an OG or anything like that, but I am, I mean, shit, to some people I, I am, I guess. But uh, to me, I'm like the, the, the Theo, right? I like to try to be like a cool Theo, the cool uncle, you know, who, who has some game to, to put you on, you know? And I'm loving it. I'm loving this part of my life where I feel like I have something real to share with people. And, and also seeing, you know, uh, the response I get from some people when they hit me up and be like, hey, I was going through this. And when you said this 
it really, you know, gave me a lot of perspective. And some of those people are older than me, some are, are younger than me, they're my age, whatever it might be. But just feeling like I've lived a good amount of life and and knowing that I have something to offer other people in the form of maybe guidance or some sort of wisdom, like it's provided a new level of fulfillment for me in my life. And I think there is something beautiful about that, that idea of like, I've lived enough life to kind of know that I have something to pass on to other people. And it also just becomes a part of my legacy, which I think is a beautiful, beautiful thing and something that begins to, to come with age, you know? Now, he has two more things he talks about on this list. So he says, I celebrate getting older because I get to see my kids and grandkids grow up. Now, I don't have any kids or grandkids, but I imagine it's a pretty beautiful thing. I do have a niece and nephew that I've been watching grow up, and it's uh, a really special thing to kind of see them become their own little people and us having uh, particular relationships and like a particular way of interacting with one another is is so, so beautiful. And it's like, uh, you know, as scary as it is to, to see them grow up so quickly, there is such a beauty in like watching them achieve new things and have different perspectives and communicate in different ways. There is something so, so beautiful about it, you know, uh, and, you know, uh, kind of pulling from, from what he says in this is like being a part of their journey. And I, I just think it's such a beautiful thing to, to be able to be a part of. And, and, and man, I, I, it's, it's lovely. And I, I can imagine it gets better when you have, you know, your own children. Now, last thing he says on here is, I celebrate getting older because I have the opportunity to work on my legacy, which is something we just touched on. He says, at the close of every year, you've written another chapter in your autobiography. When you die, your legacy is the life you lived. Now is the time to work on your legacy. Live being aware of the legacy you are creating. I'm not happy with wrinkles and thinning hair, but I love getting older. It's a sweet time in life. Embrace it. Go ahead. I dare you. Fall in love with getting older. And I love what he's saying about legacy over here, and 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 big shout out to the the author of this post. Uh, I think his name is Randall Randall uh, Hartman, and I love this idea of legacy. I touched on it, but you know, I, I think regardless of what you do, you know, for me, I I, I obviously have a lot of my ideas and uh, my thoughts and my I guess accomplishments or things that I've done, achievements in my life. They're documented by proxy of what I do for a living, right? I'm a content creator and and everything that I do for the most part uh, is, is documented, right? But but even for, for those of you who, who don't live in the world of content creation uh, or don't hold a job where you are a teacher or a mentor and that's like your professional life, we all have a legacy that we end up leaving behind, right? Even if it's just the memories, you know, I think back to, you know, my, my grandmother, who was an incredibly influential person for me in my life in the short time that we had together, you know, her legacy lives on in me, right? The the lessons that she taught me, the memories that I have that I that I shared with her, you know, the Spanish that she taught me because nobody else did, you know, uh, as, as, you know, sort of not great at it as I am, that that is her speaking through me when I, I do go to Puerto Rico and I am able to kind of hold my own, you know, and and feel like I'm a part of my my culture because I'm practicing in the, the native tongue, you know, that's a, a part of the legacy that she left me behind. And it's something I hold near and dear to my heart. And, you know, that's something that we we all leave behind, whether we realize it or not, good or bad, right? We're, we're all leaving behind a legacy, you know, with every action we take, with every interaction that we have with those around us, we are leaving behind what will inevitably be our legacy, right? And I think there's something beautiful about that, you know, being able to to live a life as you get older, to keep adding memories to to others' lives, to the people around you, 
to to keep adding to that legacy, right? That autobiography that he's mentioning. There's something so incredibly powerful about that, right? And and for me, even beyond just being a content creator, like the idea of like having ten more years, you know, God willing, or a hundred more years of of influence on 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 the world and and those around me, and and being able to share lessons and create memories with people that will live on with them for the rest of their lives and continue to be passed down. You know, I, I think that is such a special thing, and that's something to look forward to uh, when you talk about the idea of, of legacy and and how it's you know you're touching the lives of, of those around you, and and they kind of continue on that tradition uh, as they get older, right? There's something so beautiful about that. Now, I've linked uh, both of these articles in the show notes, so you can read them for yourself if you want to check them out more in depth. Um, and man, that was was super helpful for me reading those and and. Now, with that said, I, I want to kind of dive into a bit of my own, I don't know, mindset with everything right now, what I've been kind of stewing on, my inspiration for wanting to do this episode, and we'll do it in our Mi Gente segment. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky, quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Alright, so I know I bombarded you with a lot of things in those two articles. I'm going to try to keep this uh, you know, relatively short. I won't go into many tangents, but 
I, I kind of, you know, have been just reflecting. And I think a lot of us do that, you know, around certain milestones, be it the new year uh, and be it birthdays. And, and especially, like I said, you know, I'm putting together this book that has a lot of nostalgic elements for me that had me kind of diving into my past, be it photos and uh, ideas. And I even went through old notebooks of like writings that I had and used some of those for this, this book that I'm going to be putting out. I think we're going to do the pre-order on February 6th if you want to check that out. But, uh, you know, whatever it might be, I, I've been sort of nostalgic and, and uh, thinking about my, my life thus far and thinking about the previous versions of myself and what they would think of, of me right now in my life. And, I, you know, I think a lot of that, that fear that I have of getting older, because I've lived with that for, for a while, you know, it comes from the idea that we touched upon, which is like running out of time to do all that I want to do, right? I have a, a goal list that keeps on growing and all these different things I want to achieve in my life and um, all these different plans and, and things I've already set out in motion that I want to be able to see through and the fear of like, you know, not being able to, to do those things and not being able to experience them. Of course, like it's really fucking scary, you know, and particularly running out of time to find success, right? And you know, while I, I give myself credit as definitely being successful, you know, and, and this is my definition of, of success for sure. It's a beautiful life that I live. You know, I also have like a, a higher, higher goals for myself, you know, and I'm trying to be mindful of not, you know, allowing them to cheapen the, the current moment. Because, you know, when I was looking at an older picture of myself, I, I, I did say you know, kind of out loud, like that kid would be so proud of you right now. And and, and that is success, right? I made my, my old self proud. The previous version of myself, I, I made them proud. And, um, you know, but there still are other goals that I want to accomplish. And I'd, I'd like to be able to do this on a bigger level and at least a, a little bit more of a stable level and more so of a secure level, whatever that means. You know, and the, the fear of I'm running out of time to, to do that, right? Especially working in an industry where youth is, is king, right? We're all trying to... Uh, beyond the the pulse of what's cool and the fucking slang and the music especially in that music industry and, and all this stuff as a dj like you're trying to stay ahead of what's cool and you don't want to get caught up in like playing all you know the stuff from your day you know and you want you want to your, your livelihood depends on that being able to stay up to date on what's cool and new and whatever it is right and that's just an example but you know overall i think my industry is like that media as a whole you know um, they're always looking for the younger better version of of whomever is successful you know and for me of course you know i'm blessed to be able to do podcasting and things like that but you know i'm not making the type of money you know yet where it's like if i stopped working next year i i would be good for the rest of my life or i would have enough investments to hold me over like i'm still very much building that part of my life right i'm still needing to have a few more wins i'm still needing to have some more support and and uh, be able to touch more people's lives so that I can make a, a more secure living and, and, and really have something that I can pass down, uh, you know, to, to the next generation uh, for, for my, my kids whenever that ends up happening, you know. And I live with that fear of like, man, I'm a 35-year-old personality, so now I only get to exist in certain spaces because I'm too old to talk about certain things, you know. I, I, it doesn't make sense for me. And, and this is something that's been flat out told to me, um, you know, uh, specifically, I can remember uh, when I was working at the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne the God, in his the way that he tends to motivate you is like by putting you down and, and also trying to light that fire under you. As I remember him specifically telling me, You're young, but you're not that young. 
and and that just like living into my worst fear of like fuck man like you know i'm running out of time to make something happen and while i don't completely agree with that sentiment i think you know you can continue to create and find new niches that make sense for you and even as a media personality there's always like other platforms that skew a bit older and it makes sense for you um you know there's always time to do something it, it there's never like this this deadline in life there was some lady who's like i don't remember her age but she's you know like elderly aged and she created an album got nominated for a grammy a latin grammy right that just shows you like it, it's it's not a real thing you know the limitations exist you know only only by what you put on yourself right you create those limitations um by listening to what society tells you and, and not by and not sort of following your heart and figuring out a way to make it work for you right so the reality is like i'm not running out of time to find uh success you know like there there is uh you know me getting older doesn't hinder my ability to find further success in what i love doing right that's just not a real thing you know, no matter how old i get like i can always find a way to find success in the things that i love um, as long as i make it make sense for me at that point in my life right this isn't a real thing i don't need to be the youngest person to do this anymore that was always like my my milestone or like I don't need to be on Forbes 30 under 30 or 40 under 40 list, right? Like the, those are really like ridiculous sort of lists and societal norms that, that we, we follow, but like they don't really actually add up to anything, right? Time is, is, is just a, a construct. Like age is really just a construct. Time is obviously a very real thing, but the idea that we can stop being successful, that it's too late for us to find success, those are all societal constructs that aren't real. And you know, I, I think the the other thing that has been very impactful for me that I think brings up the largest uh, fear for me, it, it's the idea of, of my parents getting older, right? I've been blessed that I have my parents in my life and that I've done the work to make sure that we have a really beautiful and incredibly close relationship. And and I'm I'm really happy that I, I've done that and that I've created that and, and built that and, and nurtured that relationship uh, to really enjoy each other's company and to make the most of, of the time that we have here together. But you know, the reality is like I'm I'm at the age where I'm beginning to notice my parents are getting older, and I guess they're at the age right where I'm I'm noticing my my dad can't you know lift things like he used to right, and and if I have him helping me with something like he he's not able to uh you know uh do as much as me anymore or, or you know he used to, be able to do more than me right and i'm watching that happen in, in real time you know or you know uh, whatever it is with, with my my mother and hearing about their doctor's appointments and things like that like the idea of, of them no longer being here begins to feel more and more real and even just saying it out loud like i i'm i almost i just feel really tense like speaking it you know almost like i'm like cursing something but I, I i think it's important to like say these things out loud to work through these sort of fears and like you know at the end of the day it's, it's it is that acceptance that you have to have because you're going to drive yourself crazy if you don't have it like of course i never want to have to say goodbye to my parents i never want to receive that phone call that something happened right and i i think about that i live in fear of that that phone call popping up that something happened to to one of my parents But it's a part of life, right? And I can either allow it to be something that 
takes my presence away from the time that we do have together or I can allow it to, to be something that makes me relish in the time that we do have together, you know, really appreciate the moment that we get to spend together, you know, really make an effort to be present to the daily phone call that I have with my mother, you know, because I know one day that's going to end, right? And as as tough as as, as that is to, to say out loud, to really think about, to really wrap my brain around, you know, it is a, a part of life. It's inevitable. And if you're trying to maintain that control, you're, you're taking yourself away from, from just being, right? From just enjoying this moment because that's what really matters, right? At the end of the day, I can't change that we're all going to go at some point, myself included. But what I am in control of is making sure that I create as many memories that will continue to bring me joy when these people that I love are no longer around, right? And that I can do the same for the next generation, you know? That, that I can keep building up, you know? Um, I don't know, this kind of like mental time capsule. You know, I'm, I'm going to look back on this last year, two years, whatever it is with my parents, and like, I have so many just beautiful times that I can go back to, right? And so much of my current life, they've left a huge imprint on. And that's so fucking beautiful. And that's what I want to choose to focus on. And it's not easy. I, I live with this fear quite often. I, I think about it a lot. But I think it's with anything that we're all kind of struggling with, it's important to have that second voice in your head that pushes back, right? That, that says, yeah, this might be true, but your focus needs to be here. You know, it, it needs to not be on the, the negative aspect that's going to be inevitable. It's on taking advantage of the current moment that you have that isn't promised and, and making sure you're as present to that as possible. And I'm not always great at it. There are times that I might be, you know, uh, annoyed by the daily phone call because I'm in the middle of something and I just don't want to be on the phone and whatever. Um, but I have to check myself on that, you know, and it's why I've made it a point, even something little, like every time I get off the phone with, with my mom, my dad, I, I make it a point to tell them that I love them every single time, every time without fail because when that time comes inevitably I want them to be at peace knowing that I loved them I was never afraid to express it and that they were incredibly essential and I don't know incredibly important part of my life and there's such beauty in that, in knowing that I'm, I'm putting in the work that they're going to be able to be at peace with that. And that's how I'm choosing to embrace this inevitable sentence that we all have. And, you know, when my time begins to come, I hope that there's a slew of people that can say the same thing about me. 
that he had an incredible impact on on our life and that you know uh the people that are closest to me also live by the same mentality of making sure that those that you love know exactly how you feel about them every time that you you get to be in contact with them and get to be in their grace uh and i think i'm gonna leave it at that with with this topic and i, I know i got super uh kind of personal there I, I i feel like it's probably a universal idea right that that we all live in that sort of fear and maybe it's not your parents maybe it's your spouse maybe it's whomever it is your caregiver that, that you know in your life or, or a mentor whatever it is but we all have those special people in our lives that i think we live in that fear of, of no longer having them and maybe unfortunately you know you don't have those people in your life anymore and and you know, if that is the case, hopefully this is a prompt to, you know, just remember their legacy and and remember all that they left you with, um, the memories and, and the thumbprints they left on your life and, uh, and remember to celebrate that each and every day and to take it with you into whatever it is that you do because they're a part of that, even if they're not here physically. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, so we, we, we touched on, on, man, how that's uh, kind of affecting my own life and, and what's been on my mind with everything. So uh, without further ado, let's, let's kind of tie everything we talked about in a neat little bow. I'm going to collect myself for a second, and we'll, uh, we'll do that in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. But first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. 
You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Time for conclusions. Man, I uh I didn't expect to get that emotionally invested in I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, it's, it's, you're talking about some deep shit here when we're talking about life and death and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm happy, that I, I'm happy that I did. I'm happy that I expressed that. And the funny thing about what I do creatively, the podcast or writing, which has always kind of been this case for me since I was a kid, I feel it gives me the opportunity to be my most honest, right? Because I'm doing this podcast, I'm in a room by myself. I'm, you know, uh, looking at a blank wall or a TV screen with the, the notes in front of me of, of things I wanted to talk about. But it's just me speaking and me talking things out in my head. And particularly, my, my writing has been an even deeper version of that and how my mind works. That's why I'm really excited to start sharing that stuff with people with the, this first book. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of lost my, my train of thought with that, but I, I just think it's important to express these things, even if it's just talking to yourself, talking to a friend, writing it in a journal. Um, you know, I think working through these ideas and getting clarity on what you want to do and who you want to be, right? Even just that idea of talking about my parents, as much as I'm aware of, of how I want to be and, and, and how I want to treat the time that we have left together, that that moment right there to really reflect on it and really just think about that that inevitable aspect of life has kind of I feel like brought me back to center and realigned me to really be focused on what's important and and to really be mindful of of these precious moments that I get to spend with them and I think we're human we all get into this flow where we begin to get lazy in certain aspects of our lives or life just kind of takes over and we're not as disciplined, you know, and we sometimes just need the time to slow down. Like that's kind of what, what I've just done is like slow down for a second. And like, this is my diary. I always say that this is my journal and, and work through it and realign myself with like, I think what's, what's important. So hopefully that, that, that is an inspiration. That's what I'm trying to kind of get at is like me saying that hopefully is an inspiration for you to kind of focus in, on, on what's important and realign yourself. It's a, a nudge to realign yourself to a degree. Now, when it comes to this idea of getting older, the fear of it and, and the fear of death and in general, like we talked about, you know, we all live with that, right? Um, you know, everybody in the study that they conducted in that article said they were afraid of death and almost 90% of Americans have the fear of getting older. But I think the big takeaway is it's not something we have to be scared of. I think we have to stop thinking that our best years are behind us and we have to stop trying to recreate the glory days and instead be 10 toes down invested in what is going on in our lives right now, right? Life is, uh, you know, 
full of different chapters. And we have to embrace that instead of just trying to keep reliving the same exact chapter over and over and over again, right? Rewriting that same chapter. Um, because it, it, it just doesn't leave us with fulfillment. We're, we're meant to evolve. We're meant to grow as human beings. And when we try to stunt our growth, it's why you see the person who lives in their letterman jacket from high school and, and just talks about those days. Um, it's because they've stunted their own growth and haven't allowed themselves to write a new chapter. And I think that's what's important. You know, it doesn't mean that you can't have fun. It doesn't mean that you can't do, you know, the things that excite you. Um, but you, you have to do them in a way that makes sense with who you are right now, the person you want to be right now, and, and the way that your life is set up right now, you know? And, uh, you know, it, it's just embracing that, right? Like, quick example, like I was a person who loved being out in the clubs, DJing, you know, three, four nights a week. If I was off, I would go to a club. I'd be out of the bars with my friends, you know, all these different things. And, and that was fun for that chapter in my life. And I still do love DJing. But now it's something that I do as like, you know, a special treat for myself uh, every once in a while because it's fun for me, right? Because it doesn't make sense for me to be doing that every night anymore, right? I work on too many other things to be out till four in the morning uh, each and every day. I have too many responsibilities that I have to wake up to and things that... I say responsibilities, but they're things that I enjoy doing because I love my work. I love the things that I do in this life, you know, so it wouldn't make sense for me to try to keep recreating that part of my life because the the joy that I get out of it doesn't supersede the joy that I get out of this chapter of my life, right? The things that I'm doing right now bring me far more joy than that could at this point in my life. Like every year, my life has been getting exponentially better. I'm looking back to where I was last year, where I am right now, and my life is 10 times better. And it's kind of been the case for the most part each and every year. So there's a beauty in getting older, right? And that has been the case for me for a very long time. So why would that ever stop? When I turn 40, as scary as that sounds, my life is probably going to be even better than it is right now. I'm going to have so many other things that bring me joy and fulfillment, you know? And, and I think it's important to not try to recreate the past things that brought you joy, but instead, dive into new things that bring you joy. Keep reinventing yourself. That's what I've always continued to do. And I think that that's kind of the gist of, of, of a lot of the things that we talk about, especially that article where it was talking about, you know, the, the seven things, uh, seven reasons why you should celebrate getting older. It's also this idea of like reinventing yourself, right? Changing your, your mindset. You're finding new things to celebrate. Of course, we're going to be miserable about our age if we're using the same uh, kind of litmus test that we had in our 20s, right? As far as what our joy is. Like, yeah, when I was in my 20s, my joy was to uh, be out drinking as much as I possibly could, uh, you know, try and and meet people, network. And like, you know, it was a great, we had the best time ever if like I passed out in my, my car and like had to drive home at eight in the morning. And we would, you know, talk about, man, last night was crazy. How awesome was it? Now I think about that. I'm like, I have no fucking interest whatsoever in getting blackout drunk and staying, you know, sleeping in my car and and being, you know, on my way back home when the, the sun is up. That sounds god awful to me right now. Right. So I'm not going to try and recreate that at this point in my life. I'm going to reinvent myself and find new things that bring me that same joy, but that makes sense in my life right now. You know, that would actually make me happy right now. And they're inevitably going to be a bit different than they were in my twenties. Of course, there are gonna be certain interests I love. I love music. Like I said, I still love DJing. But it looks a bit different for me at this point in my life because I've reinvented myself and I'm figuring out ways to healthily integrate 
the things that bring me joy into this new aspect of my life. And I think that's where the the beauty sort of lies, and that's where the the flow lies in your life. You know, um, you know, every chapter is equally important, and it's something that you should be excited about when you close one chapter and you start another. Right? It's a beautiful. Uh, opportunity. And it doesn't mean I don't have moments in time where I'm a bit nostalgic, but I also recognize that those memories, you know, they had a time and place in my life and they would no longer make me happy. And I value my my current life far too much to risk losing it by living out some fantasy about the quote unquote glory days, right? And I think that that's kind of what the, the greater sort of takeaway with this idea of celebrating uh, getting older is that it's a new chapter that continues to be written. It's a new opportunity to reinvent yourself. And that's how you should be looking at, you know, getting older. doesn't mean your life ends at a particular age. It means that it's just beginning. This new chapter is just beginning uh, as long as you decide to approach it in that, that manner, right? And I might be doing certain things right now at, at this chapter in my life. And when I'm 40, I might move on to other things, other challenges that, that uh, you know, will then bring me joy and excitement, right? And, and I'm looking forward to that day, uh, you know, because I know that as long as I continue to push myself to evolve and to grow and to reinvent myself and to embrace that new chapter, I'm still going to continue to find joy and happiness. And again, when I reflect on my previous year, I'm probably going to be happier uh, at this point than I was the year before, as long as I continue to do that. And I think that's kind of the gist of it all, of all that we talked about, um, in addition to, you know, embracing all that life throws at you, understanding that you're not in complete control and that you have to just live in accordance with nature. And that means living with the notion that death is inevitable. There are, is always going to be something else that's left on the table. And that's not a bad thing because that means that life has never-ending challenges and never-ending problems to be solved and never-ending opportunities for you. So understanding that there will always be something that you are not able to do. And that's the beauty of life. And that's what makes it exciting when you get to wake up each and every day. And man, focus on that, that legacy, building your legacy for the memories that you leave for others and, and also interacting with the people that you love with the knowledge that one day these moments are, are going to be all that you have uh, to look back on and, and you want to make the most of them. So you have uh, you know, the, the most memories to, to look back on and, and put a smile on your face uh, with, for the people that you love. Also, tell everybody that you, you care about, like the people that you love, man, tell them that you love them, your friends your spouse, your family, like, let's, let's stop the nonsense. Let people know how you feel, right? And I'm better at it in certain parts of my life it, it, but uh, than others, and I need to work on that. I get a little uncomfortable sometimes with being too vulnerable with people around me, but uh, I've fixed that with my parents. I've gotten over that hump with telling them I love them, and I'm, I'm really proud of that. I'm going to continue to keep doing that work to, to make sure that people in my life know just how valuable they are to me. Now, I went on a tangent there. I'm sorry. Hopefully that that recapped and, and, and gave you a little gist of everything that we've talked about. I am going to go enjoy and celebrate this birthday. I'm getting over that fear of, of being older and embracing it, loving 35, loving my life right now, loving all of you who, who listen to this and support my dream and my journey and this beautiful life that I get to live. And I'm hoping that I leave you with something each and every time that you listen to this because um, that's incredibly important to me. At DJ Dramos on like Instagram, you want to DM me, let me know what you think of this. Uh, any questions, ideas. I'm putting together a lot of really cool things to try to connect with all of you beyond the podcast. So look out for that. The book, like I said, is coming. I'm going to be doing kind of four of these mini books in the year. So we can do, uh, we're going to do like a subscription if you want, where you can subscribe and you get all of them uh, for the year. 
one each quarter. You can also buy it individually. We have a bunch of different packages. Uh, the pre-order we're aiming to go up on February 6th, so in a couple weeks. And man, that's it. Check out the Street Stoke podcast, my second podcast, Monday through Friday, a short 10 to 15 minute podcast. And that's it, man. I'll catch you all on Thursday for our Thursday Trends episode. I love you all. Thank you so much for your continued support. And I will talk to you soon. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.